Welcome to the Dynamax Podcast, Maine's premier powerlifting and strength sports podcast. From studios in Westbrook, Maine, with your hosts, Matt Israelson and Matt Strong. Okay. Uh, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. By the time you hear this, it will be Thanksgiving or, or, or later than that. So, Podcast 24. It's just me and Matt tonight, and we've got a few items to talk about. A couple of meets coming up. A couple of meets coming up. So we have the most wonderful meet of the year coming up soon, the Christmas meet. That is on December 15th. It's a Friday. Warm-ups around 4.30. Yeah, start coming around 4.30, and I know we've mentioned it, and if you're familiar with Dynamax in the gym, you already know this, but this is a very informal, low-stress no weigh-ins, no, no entry fee. No entry fee. No singlets. No singlets. Well, we got to wear something, but you got to wear something. You know, wear your favorite uh, holiday outfit, costume, whatever you could think of that's funny and cool. No stress. Yeah, no stress, and you know. And potluck after. Potluck, potluck after. Yeah, I mean, it's a good time. You know, the rules are more like guidelines at this meet, and uh, everyone has fun. That's best way to put it. Yeah, and then we've got another uh, very important meet coming up a little bit after that. That would be the women's meet, and that is on March tenth. That's second annual. We hope it grows from last year. Yep, that was and very. Uh, it was awesome last year. I that was the first one that I actually got to. Uh, you help had, run. Yeah, you were involved in that. So, ladies, watch for the entry blanket. It might even be out there on the website. I'm not sure, but it will be if it isn't. Yep, very soon. Yep, and um, on the mo- the most recent meet that we just had here, the New England Championships that were on November 11th and 12th. The results have just been posted. The official results, if you want to, uh, it's a nice spreadsheet. It's a PDF. You could download it to uh, print it out, save it, so you know how you did. Yeah, if you're in it, put it in your scrapbook. That's right. It's uh, it's good to keep track of your things and uh, keep track of your progress. It'll live on the Dynamax website, but you know it's good to uh, good to track it and see how you do. So yeah, so if you're, there's a good chance that uh, a lot of people will be listening to this on Thanksgiving. So we, Maddie and I, are thankful for that. We're thankful for that, and we're thankful for a lot of things, aren't we? That's right. So, Matt, what's your favorite Thanksgiving side? Side dish? Yeah. Does, does uh, stuffing count as a side dish? I guess so. I think it's... the no wrong answer. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, it's got to be stuffing, then. Do you like jelly cranberry sauce? I have to have jelly. Oh, I love that and stuff. And that's out with the end people. I know. I don't get it. It's, yeah, yeah. But I love it. Oh, I won't eat the other. Which, yeah, you have the homemade with the seeds in it. Gets yeah, in my teeth. exactly. You get the skins in your teeth and everything. It's really not PC to like the jelly. <laughs> is that right? No. <laughs> Sorry to tell you, but why is that? I don't know, but I'm sticking with it. Okay. <laughs> you know, so yeah. If you some, if you ask what my favorite flavor of Jello was, I would also say cranberry. Excellent. Yeah. Um, yeah, cranberry sauce was always my favorite. Oh yeah, too. I mix it a little bit with the stuffing, yep. and then some turkey, and that makes the sandwich. Oh yeah, you like to just mix it all together. Oh, yeah. You don't separate it. Yeah, just go for it. Um, so, how, what's your favorite way to? Are you going to cook the turkey? You got cooking responsibilities. I have no cooking responsibilities this year. Good for you. I'm going. I'm going to the the big fat Greek Thanksgiving. Oh, I used to do that when I was a. Uh, I used to go to my the Greek side of my family, yeah. and it was like. Cousins, I don't even know that are my cousins, yeah. you know? That's like my 15th cousins, brothers, sisters. Yeah. Instead of the big fat Greek wedding, I'm going to the big fat Greek Thanksgiving. That's awesome. So what are you going to, are you going to deep, is the turkey going to be deep fried? Smoked, no, that's just old fashioned. Right out of the oven. That's a good way to do it. Yep. I've, uh, 
I've deep fried a couple turkeys, and it's kind of scary. I heard. It's I've heard that. <laughs> Stay away from your garage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure it's nice and thawed. It's like if you're gonna a mortar. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I mean, yeah, if you want, if you're bored on Thanksgiving, watch a f- frozen turkey fail. Yeah. And uh, people, I mean, it's like it's like a, having a bazooka. Exactly. I mean, I I would be willing to bet that you know frozen turkeys probably are more dangerous than speeding well, or something. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it's a, I'm nothing I'm going to ever try, I don't think. Uh, it's, it is good, and what's cool is you I do, do want to f- try, I shouldn't say that, I want to try tasting one. I'm yeah. never going to try to cook one. Yeah, well, just don't buy the frozen turkey yeah. if you do it. Right. And do it, like, in the middle of your Because I've way. heard they're delicious. It's so good, yeah, and you don't. it doesn't take as long. Yeah, and we're looking for protein. That's right, the good protein. Yeah. Uh, we'll make you a little sleepy after, everybody knows That's that. Right. So, Matty, you went to the, uh, the USAPL meet to watch... Uh, Everyone's favorite uh, 275 or Ryan Monaghan. Ryan did great. I, did, I can't quote you his numbers, but I can tell you he did great. I want to say I'm going off memory here. I know he squatted 630 and he benched 440. Okay. And I want to say he deadlifted like 605 okay. or 603 or 606 maybe. Uh, yeah, I don't. I, we, I hadn't been. I wasn't there for that, so I can't quote you that. But I know he, he did a beautiful third attempt squat because mm-hmm. I saw that. I know he smoked his bench. Yeah. Absolutely okay. blew it away. I didn't see that either, but I know he did a good one. So, uh, is this your first USAPL meet? Oh, God. That, no, that's all we ever did. Oh, okay. Uh, no. Uh, when the APF came around in 86, that's when I jumped over. To the APF? Yes. So, have the rules changed with the USAPL between... Is Because, obviously, I think the USAPL has a very reputation stringent. for being strict. They're very scrupulous. Yes. yes. And... Uh, not that we're unscrupulous. But. No, but it's little things like you can't touch your wrist straps when you're walking out to the bench. You yeah, can't mess with your belt. To be honest with you, it's just things I don't want to think about. I want to go lift it and lift. Yeah, and, uh, you know, I've heard stories of, you know, people are going out to, to take their second attempt, first attempt bench, and they, you know, tighten their wrist strap a little, and send them they back. don't even let them lift. They send them back. It blows my mind. Yeah, they, uh, uh, the handoffs are not allowed except from a spotter. So the handoff by a random guy. Random guy. Uh, or girl. No, or woman. Yeah. It appeared to me that nobody's allowed even near the platform. Our rule is you can't be on the platform if you're on a coach. On the platform, right. That's an APF rule. You can yeah. come near it so that you can coach your lifter. Mm-hmm. It, it appeared to not even, they're, they're not allowed near it. So wow. I'm, I'm not sh- positive, but that's what it looked like. How many uh, lifters were at this meet? There was a flight in the morning of 11 women, I think. And then for some reason they took a two-hour break. And ran three flights of men through all three lifts. Wow! So I'm I'm not sure about the uh, logistics behind that part of it, but <coughs> excuse me. Anyway, that's how they did it. And there's no mono lift. There's one bar, no squat bar, no bench, no just, deadlift. Just a, just a regular, basically a bench bar, twenty kilo bench yeah, bar. So those are their rules. That's what they've had forever. Mm-hmm. Um, and you said that you didn't happen to see there was it was purely raw. I think it was raw only. Right. I don't think there's no one in New York. They wraps. do. They have a geared. Yeah, wing. single ply. Right. Single ply. Yeah. But I don't think they were allowed in this meet. Um, that's all I can tell you about it because that's what it appeared to be. Yep. Um, did, was there any? So, despite the rules and everything, what do you think the the biggest differences were between the USAPL meet and say an APF one of our meets? Um, like, did you see anything glaringly better or glaringly worse or glaringly stranger? Well, 
Because I've never been to a USAPL meet, and I'm kind of considering uh, competing in one. Yeah, I mean, you could try it. Just because, you know, I, yeah. I'm drug-free, so I feel like yeah. I would like to at least try it. I can't, you know, I can't tell you the glaring differences. Mm -hmm. uh, I think you would only know them if you, if you were lifting in it. Yeah, If okay. you're a fan, powerlifting fan, you probably wouldn't notice that much unless you were hardcore one federation or the other. Right. Was there, a, a com like, a commentator? Yeah, there was a guy walking around. There was nobody at the desk. Really? Yeah. Was it, it was that Gene guy? I thought it was Pat Sajak, but it wasn't. He it, wasn't dressed like a pirate? Uh, no, he was just dressed in a suit, but he was moving around like an MC. Was he good? Yeah. Did he have, like, the, let's get ready to rumble? He or? tried that, actually did try that. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure how well it worked, but... Uh, so we thought that was interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, they had some they had some monitors like ours, but I think ours are better. So I don't I didn't go in the warm up room, so I don't know if there was one there. And they had music, but I guess it, it wasn't. It was low level. So it wasn't like uh, it wasn't like, was it, in, was it an intense just, environment? I, or? No, I would say no. Really, it's more of a, a like tennis match versus Hard a wrestling match. Yeah. So. Yeah, more like a you know country club versus a rock and roll club. Gotcha. Something like that. I yeah. don't know. It was good. Good lifting. Yeah. I mean, they're all focused. They're all trying their hardest. Ryan was the class of the whole thing. So. Yeah. 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 I mean, he was. He took home first place. He must have taken best lifter too, or something. Yeah, I think he did. Yeah. I know. I saw the picture of him getting drug tested, which pretty much means you did well. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So that's the thing. Um, I think they have like a start command on bench. They do. Yep. Okay. So that's and a big I think difference. it's uh, they want to make sure that you know if there's the bar has to be still, kind of like how the start command works for us on squat, I believe. Right. They're making they want to see that you have full control of at the, the top. Yeah. Okay. So I was trying to pick up on some of that stuff. I don't know if it's I know that there's other federations that have start commands, but I don't know if they're looking for the same thing or they just want it to be over your chest. Right. And of course you're you're working with a spotter that you're you not, never worked that with you before. never work with. So they were telling them how they want the handoffs, but. It's hard to tell somebody that you don't know how you how yeah. the handoff is supposed to go. Yeah, and it's funny because Ryan is pretty particular about his handoff, yeah. so I was wondering how that would go, but it looked fine. Okay, so you yeah. saw it. All yeah, right. I saw the videos. All right, uh, it, it did look good. Yeah, so I don't know. I don't know beyond that that the differences were. Again, you'd have to be a hardcore one federation or the other, I think, to really yeah. pick up on it. Because I mean, it definitely seems like USAPL is kind of the trendiest federation to lift in in this day and age right now it seems like it they're, and I don't, they're, they're still trying to get into the olympics i think really i don't think it's going to happen so yeah interesting yeah. i uh because it's obviously the little sister of the they're the IPF. ipf yeah they're that's that that version yeah. for uh the like we're the apf and we have the wpc they're the usapl and then they have the ipf gotcha and then, okay, um, I was wondering where that noise was coming from. Yeah. If you're listening, don't check your phone. It's just us. It's just us. It's in our heads. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, so Ryan, I tried to uh, get Ryan on the podcast last minute, and he was stuck at work. He's probably busy. Yeah, he's yeah. very busy. I mean, everyone is. It's the uh, turkey day. It's the day before turkey day. You know today's one of like the biggest drinking days of the year? Drinking days? Yeah. No. Because everyone has tomorrow off. Yeah, so it probably must be. It's I mean the old port is a madhouse. That I remember as a youngster. Yeah, it's yeah. uh 
I once lost my belt <laughs> the night before. Well, Thanksgiving. I'm not going to ask you any further. I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you anymore. I don't know if you know where your pants were then. <laughs> my pants were where they were supposed oh, okay, to be, but right. my belt was gone. Like, okay. no sign of it. Anyways. Well. Um, back to uh, the USAPL. I was going to say, Ryan did a really good job on, you know, identifying the things that he had to change in his training to get specific for... For that meet. For that that federation. It was, you know, he was walking all the squats out. Mm -hmm. He used the literally the same bar for all lifts. Yes. I know he started using our new bar. That new uh, black bench bar. Which is essentially what they had from what I could tell. Yep. And he stuck with it. Very disciplined. And I think that that probably is a... Amounted to, or one of the reasons that helped him be very successful at that meet is yeah, he, you wouldn't want to you wouldn't want to use the stuff that you can't use, right? And you know what's interesting is since I've been kind of entertaining the idea, I've been deadlifting with a stiff bar and doing uh, stiff bar or bench bar squatting, mm-hmm. walked out, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know what it is about using me. I don't know if it's the stiff bar or the length of the bar, but bent. Uh, Elbows bothering you? Yeah. Yeah, you can't get out where you want to be. Right? Well, I don't really have a super wide... St- I know, but you're probably used to three, four more inches. That must be what it is. Because it's been... Uh, it feels like a toy, right? Yeah. And yeah. my it's my left elbow has been killing me yeah, from squats. Be careful. Be careful. Um, I will say, though, that since I've started the training, I kind of forced myself to go hook grip. And it's I've been really digging that. Hook grip on dead? Yeah. Yeah, why? I just feel like I can hold on to it tighter. Yeah. And it's almost like being using straps. And because I'm hold cuz I think what, you know, what causes hand rips and mm-hmm. like, you know, you ever just hurt your knuckle on something stupid like oh, yeah. or like the, you know, kind of your middle knuckle, yeah. like halfway up your yeah. finger. I think that that comes from not holding on tight enough. Probably. And you know, the bar kind of wins. Mm-hmm. I think that's what causes a lot of hand you know, t- callus tears and stuff too. Yeah, you're probably right. So I think that when you're really buckling on hook grip uh, it doesn't happen. Obviously, your thumb gets thrashed. Your end of your thumb, I guess, right? Yeah. Well, it's kind of yeah. like uh, the inside. It probably depends on the length of your hand and your yeah. fingers and stuff so, like that. When but, you get into your eighty, ninety percent, you'll learn more. Yeah. Uh, if you want to stay with it. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I did five hundred yesterday with a hook. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And it, it on the stiff bar too, which yep. is a, uh, I guess, PR, but uh, it shot right up. And I think that the first day that I did it, it was like, God, this sucks, you know. But since I kind of realized, like, the, the advantage of it, I'm kind of like, okay, this is this is nice. Well, there's also an anatomical advantage to it. I think I already told you this. Uh, the, the length of your arms? No. Protecting well, I mean, one of side, the, my right side of my back is, like, this much bigger than my left side. Because you've always well, yeah. pulled the same So if way. I could start over... I'd do a lot more of that. All right. Do you so, ever switch it up no, for lighter? No, I can't do It that. feels like you're... Throwing a football with your left hand. Yeah, I couldn't do that. But if I could start over, I'd do a lot more of that. Yeah. So, so you're doing a, a good thing for your body too right now. I, I like to think so. I mean, I, and then obviously the advantage of your arms being, you know, it, even. Yeah, yeah, even, and it kind of extends your range of motion a little bit because it's even. But the, or but reduces the, your range of motion. I'm sorry. Yeah, but those, um, you know, those paraspinal muscles won't overdevelop if you do a few cycles this way. Yeah. One side to the other. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to stick with it. Um I think, you know, I did all my working sets hook grip when I got to I did some deficits after mm-hmm. and I went to over under. Yep. Typical just because I was my freaking hands were killing. Yeah, then you, by then you got you don't have enough uh oomph left to. Exactly. Um Oh, but it's cool. I think it's uh you know, once you not that I've been in it that long, but it is kind of nice to change your specificity a little bit and it kind of 
it's like you know you're trying something new almost it's i mean is some could say that you know usapl and apf like it's it's a vastly different strategy i would assume it would be you know because yeah. you got no wraps you got no monolift you got no the same bar you got all kinds of variances mm-hmm. yeah i think you know i think the weirdest i think what would get me the worst on those is the random guy handoff because you get so in click with your training partner if you're training with a guy that gives you the handoff every time it's really a big thing yeah and it's i don't know i watch you know blaine sumner ipf you know all world record holder mm-hmm. at this point He's doing self-handoffs with 900-pound benches. He doesn't take a handoff? He he will at the meets, but when he trains, he doesn't tra- He trains no handoff. Really? Yeah. He can get that out by himself? It blows my mind. On a rack. No monolift or anything. Really? He muscles that out. You know, granted, it's he probably has those hooks at exactly the right height. He just so clears it? Just a little bit. He benches but, 900? Yeah, to a single-ply shirt. Wow. Um... I was benching by myself today before you came in, and just do a 225 without a handoff. <laughs> I take a handoff, you know, with everything. Yeah, it's if it's available. Yeah, I know, kind of spoiled over time, I guess. Yeah. It's it's just if you ha- if you if you don't, you're missing out. Right, you're not performing to the you're, yeah, because it takes a ton of energy to go from behind your head or like. Your forehead, that first movement is awful. And then you gotta. Well, if you're gonna pinch and do do this right and stay stay up on your traps with your shoulder blades down and together, how you? It's so hard to do that yeah. without. It's with hard enough with a handoff. Exactly. Um. Yeah. So. Yeah, the USA. I'm still not 100 percent committed. Give it a try. I mean, I think. I'm where is the, where is the meet? You're it's in about. Augusta in February. Oh, who's putting that on? I don't know. It must be the same people. I would assume. Well, no. They they put on a push pull recently. I wonder if it's the guy with our, the eight oh one deadlift here. I think it is. Is it Mike uh, Coulter? Coulter? Does that sound right? Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Um, I bet it is. I know that there's a lot, a few of the LA guys that are yep. uh, competing in that. Um, this guy from Bangor that's competed at your meets before that's mm-hmm. been competing in that. Okay. And uh, I think it would just be kind of cool to uh, see and, some new faces. And this is a single ply meet. No, this is uh, a. Raw. It's raw. I mean, I think they have an open. Both. Either. Okay. Right. Because this one we went to, I think, was straight away raw. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think... Uh, I did a few shirted benches, and it was just brutal on yeah. the... Uh, you you must get, like, the abdominal pressure when you do the shirted bench. If you're doing it right. <laughs> well, I, I got a bad abdominal pressure, like hernia area. Oh. And it was a, a little... On? Yeah, well, oh. I think the belt was not helping. You might have it in the wrong place. Because I think, you know, it's a pinch point. You know, if you were to, if you take a tube of toothpaste and you squeeze one the both ends... Yeah. The middle is obviously about ready to burst, and that's how I felt. Yeah. Because it was like, you know, the belt was the low end and the shirt was the high end, and it was just a ton of pressure. Yeah, I, I'd have to see how you had the shirt on too. You might have been, a, you might have had it at a disadvantage. Well, yeah, I don't know. I've only done a few, and you were. Yeah. I think you were. Maybe I was here. I think you were. I okay. don't think I've done it without because I was, I was using a Slav. That's right. Uh, multiplied That's metal. Right. I think That's it was right. the same shirt that Gabe used. I think you're his, right. Uh, meet recently. But there's still a million ways to put that on. So. Yeah. Hey, speaking of that, you weren't here for the meat recap that I did with Mike. No. So I just let's talk about uh let's talk about the November meat. Okay. Quick. I think that meat went great. I thought it was a great meat. Um, obviously you got a lot of help from Mike. Uh, with the Mike electronics, Wilson. I mean the electronics, the IT side of it. That's yeah. I mean that, and the they were 
wild about the monitor in the warm-up room. I bet. That's the reports I got. Well, it. I mean, I was helping Shandon on uh, Sunday, yep. and it made it just like, it took the guesswork out of it. On like, okay, yeah. wait till this person, is, you know, kind of pick a buddy of yours yep. on there and wait till they're... You mean as he was warming up? Yep. That's yep. what I was told. It was great. I was like, okay, so just wait till uh, this guy is three people out and yep. then you start doing your bench. That's what I. That's the way I heard it. So that's a good, great advantage for the lifters. Yeah, totally. Um, and then obviously I've gotten, I've heard nothing but positive things about the trophies. The best lifter trophies. Yeah, yeah. those are sweet. I love them. Um but I just want you know. How do you think that this? Do you think this meet went exceptionally well? Oh, is there yeah. some things you could have changed? I, I think that it's always good to you know. Are there any like minor tweaks you could have made? Or? I don't think so. We're just playing around with the weigh-ins because that's still new to us. The day of weigh-ins. The day. Uh, of? Excuse me. The no day of weigh-ins. No day of weigh-ins. Yes. So you got to be you're enforcing the rules a well, little yeah. bit. Yeah. Um, it, it helps get the flight set up. Yep. But you hate to turn anybody away too. Of course, especially. Uh, you know, you 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 want to be rigid, but it's like yeah, you want to so let's you want to you know if someone's gonna did, just didn't know how powerlifting worked right. and they didn't show up till the day of and right. they're they're willing to lift, it's pretty hard to say no. So we're trying, we're just messing around with that. We'll figure that all out. Yeah, some pretty uh, insane lifting too. Some great lifting. Yeah. Uh, you know, George with the seven hundred pound bench, bench, and uh, love watching Tony Petrino. Tony Petrino, Petrino six fifty bench, eight eight plus squat. What did he deadlift? Uh, deadlift in this you get into the sixes so I, I mentioned it I know I mentioned it on the previous podcast and I think I, I commented on it on Instagram but Tony Petrino was the, the first power lifter you said that yeah I'd never seen it I didn't action. Know that. as far as like geared yeah monster weight power lifter yep. he's just he's he's a, you know he shows up with a mission yep and I will never forget, it was the meet that Lauren did, the very first one that she did. Oh, yeah. And I'm looking at a squat opener, and it's 360, and I'm like, oh, that's not much. Oh, kilos. Kilos. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. And he just, you know, he dominated. And, um, it, you know, he lifted, like, 100 pounds more than everyone else, and it was just such a standout. I had never even seen a bench. Like, I, when I went to this, I didn't understand what a bench shirt was. I didn't understand what a squat suit was. So when he's over at Fournier's, and he's throwing a chain around one of the uh, one of the steel beams to get so, a suit on. so that he can hang yeah. from it to get a suit on, yeah. I was like, what am I watching right now? Yeah. So He's uh, a good man, too. Really cool to watch yeah. him lift, because it's just like, it's just, it's just another, I mean, he's a He's a big ass dude, and he moves some insane yeah. weight. And he's a really good guy. He was here Sunday. Yeah, what was he? Uh, what were you guys doing on Sunday? Well, he left his knee sleeves here, but he and then he gave us a fifteen minute bench seminar, just to tweak our techniques a little. What were the takeaways? I'll show you when we go out there. All right. Yeah. Good enough. Um. Okay, Maddie. Let's. Uh. I think we got a listener question. Oh, okay. Let's take a look. Let's take a peek. I just copied it off the email. Let's see here. Oh, it's right from Portland. Here, see if you can read that. Let's see if I can read this. Read my handwriting. All right. Dear Dynamax guys, I work shift work, three different shifts, always changing. Believe it or not, I'm still making gains, but I'm wearing down fast. What should I do? Any ideas? This is a question from Ed in Portland. 
This is a uh, this is a good question because I think there's a lot of people that are in this boat. A lot boat. of people are stuck. In I'm, uh, you know, fortunate enough that I am sitting in front of a desk. I am a keyboard warrior, and then I get to come and play in the gym. And you know, I I used to work a labor job. It's not that I've ever worked with my hands before, despite what people may think. <laughs> um, but this is a this is an interesting thing because I know that there are a, a lot of, of laborers. I got out clients there. Do, that are and doing. some of the strongest guys yeah. that have walked through the store are construction workers. Yeah, absolutely, just shit yep. brick shit house construction workers. Mm -hmm. So yep, and it will wear you down. So I guess what we might say to Ed would be this: first thing you got to do, it sounds like you're organized. So the biggest thing is organization, which is going to mean you're training, you're eating, and when you're not working, you're resting. And then we were just talking about waiving the training. Yeah. So the, he would be the capital candidate to make sure that every two weeks, he's back in, every two or three weeks, we talked about this, he's backing that off. He's doing these little mini peaks and backing it down, Ed. That would be the key if I were you and working this kind of crazy shift work. So I guess to go on that, what do you, because uh, I think it's easy to talk about nutrition when you're only talking about your work in the gym. But if, there, you know, if you're a, ooh, excuse me, a pipe fitter and you've got to get four inch sprinkler pipe in the air mm -hmm. and you're working with your hands above your shoulders all day, all day or you're a drywall guy, mm -hmm. those guys are have like the worst job ever as yep. far as I'm concerned. Yep. They're lugging those things up 15 all stories long. all day long. How would you, is, do you think there's a way you could like, do, I'm just, this is, I don't know if there's a right answer to this, but do you think, Maddie, that there's a way that you could like kind of quantify like, okay, if i got a tough labor day, I'm going to add this much protein, this much carbs, this much fat, or this many calories, or another meal? I say yes to that. Just it, because it, it, uh, we'll talk to Ed about it. So, Ed, when you know you've got a tougher day ahead, you get, you super compensate with calories, maybe with your supplements, and your rest. You super compensate with all of that. And then if you feel right and you have a, a heavy day planned, you do it. However, for you, because of your schedule, maybe if you're not feeling right, you don't go quite as heavy as maybe you planned. Don't skip your heavy day, but if your body says back it down, back it down. And you go no more than three weeks at a time in the 80 to 90 to 95% range. You wave it and then you back it all the way down again. That's good. That's my best advice to Ed. Yeah, I mean, I think that this... In fact, I take that back, Ed. You can, you can go all the way down to 50, 60, and 70% even if you want. Yeah, heavy day should be relative, right? Yes. Relatively heavier than the day Whatever before. Whatever somebody like this gentleman is feeling, because he's got a rough setup there. Yeah, and I know that we there's a ton of people like this that work out at Dynamax. Yeah. So uh, I think that's really good advice. Uh, so the... The biggest is the O word, organization. You, you got to stay organized, Ed. So when you say organized, do you mean just making sure that you're pre prepared? You're prepared with your food. You're prepared to go home and do whatever you got to do and get your rest. And your workouts are mapped out. There's, yes, there's no, okay. hit, no hit or miss with this kind of life. Right. Yeah, she, right. Okay, so you're saying that, uh, right, you can't, uh, you can't be going off what you feel. You got You you can't play that game. No, it has to be organized. It's exception. It's probably even more critical. Way in this more. Role. This guy works three different shifts. So yeah, that's brutal. Cannot imagine. Nope. So, All right. That, we wish you luck. Yeah. And since you're in Portland, come on by if you come need more help. Come on by. Hey, I, I do want to say that one of the uh, one of the strongest guys that, well, not one of the strongest guys, but a 
just a brick shit house of a dude. Remember the guy who came in? He always came in. It was the summer. Always wore construction gear. Dirty hands. Grease mm-hmm. everywhere. This past know, summer? It was past summer. Big dude. Really big guy. I don't think I saw him do anything but bench. I think he was from Massachusetts. Um, yes. And he would... I remember, so first day... He's up here on a job. Yep, exactly. I do. First day, he comes in. Big fucking guy. Mm-hmm. Starts benching 135. Nice guy, No too. issues. Go... Plate jump, which is kind of uncommon mm-hmm. to see here. Mm-hmm. Plate jump, 225, no issues. Takes another plate jump. At this point, he's a big dude, but I still can't help but, yeah. like, kind of keep my eyes. Yep. Like, I don't want to, am I going to have to save this guy's life? So I ask him, hey, you want a handoff? Do you need a spot? No, oh, no, I'm good. Takes it off, hammers out 10 reps. Nothing, you know. Mm-hmm. I remember him. Puts another plate on, and it's, at this point, it's like, come on, dude. Tell me you me for the handoff please mm-hmm. you're, you're making me anxious nope goes cranks him out puts it back strips the weight off does his bent over rows does his rear delts get out of here yep I remember the guy fucking man. blows me away he was up here from Massachusetts on a construction yeah he was working uh, at some pharmaceutical building I remember that's that right. yep and uh um, yep yeah those guys uh, special shout out to those guys who work labor plus and won't won't give up on this. Yeah, yeah, and plus, you know, the first thing that they do when they get out of their job of busting ass all day, they want to move ass. some weight. So shout out to those guys. Shout out to those guys. I mean, I can't come back here without a nap. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. I work if I work past six in my office, yeah. I'm like, oh, I don't know. Yeah. Oh man. Well, so this is going to be a little bit of a shorter episode today. Everyone's yep. got places to be. We are, Maddie and I, are very thankful. For the listener. We're thankful to you listeners. We're thankful to our members. We're thankful to all those lifters last week. And we're thankful for all we have. Yeah. Thankful for you for helping uh, making this a possibility. Yeah, thankful for you for doing it. So. All right. Uh, so this will be number 25 coming up. 25 coming up. That is six months six straight. Months straight. No weeks missed of podcasting. We're proud of that. We're going to try to get a special guest. We don't know who it is yet. Christmas Championship, December 15th. That's right. Women's Meet, March 10th. Get ready. Get fired up. Uh, give us a five-star review on iTunes. Tell your friend about this podcast. If you're interested in being a guest on this podcast, drop us a note. Tell us about yourself. Let's do it. Let's get it happen. You know, you got something on. If you're doing something in Maine that's awesome, let's talk about it on this podcast. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. We're thankful for you. Now go spend some awesome time with your family. We'll see you all next week. Take care.